Welcome to the Amazing Clarks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. Yes, we do. And you have joined us here on our Love Revolution where we are sharing ideas and concepts that help us love each other and ourselves more because we need more love in the universe. We always need more love yes, in this universe. I so agree, so agree. So today we have a great show. We just got some great topics for you. Today we're going to talk about the money tsunami. Now, what is that? All couples, most of the things that they get into fights about is money. Mm -hmm. But when they get into fights about money, they handle it the wrong way. And today we're going to give you guys a new way to deal with money, money issues that will actually help you to grow closer and to actually get you more money. I like it. I love it. I love it. But before we jump into the main topic, what's up, baby? How's your week been? What do you want to share with the people? What's new and exciting? My week has been really good. I feel really inspired this week Mm -hmm. because we taught life coach certification class over Mm -hmm. the weekend. Yes, we did. And it was such a good class. I love teaching that class so much. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, you and I talked about this, but a lot of times the night before the class, I'll get a little <laughs> bit I'll get a little bit nervous or I'll start to think like, oh, it's gonna be a long day. Like I get a little bit in my head mm-hmm. and I have to remind myself every single time, you love teaching this class. It's always yes, great. Always. But I still go through that little pattern in my head. Mm-hmm. This time I caught myself and I was like, no, you're going to love it. You love teaching this class. It's so fun. And that's exactly what happened. Like mm-hmm. I just really enjoy showing people how to empower themselves and mm-hmm. use their energy to attract what they want. And then them helping other people do it is like icing on the cake. And it was so good. Everyone in the class just was blown away by the content, loved it, Mm -hmm. inspired to get started. So that just set my week off on a really high note. And then I worked today in an office doing a team meeting, getting the office's energy ready to make a change Mm -hmm. in their money thermostat, becoming a fee-for-service office versus an insurance office, which is one of my favorite things to teach dentists how to do because I want them to get paid for their time and their energy and their services. That was awesome. I loved it. Good job. You're good at it. You're great at it. Thank you. You How about you? We've been doing that class for like 12 years. We've done the class hundreds, seems like hundreds of times. Yeah. And so it's kind of weird that that happens, but I realize too that that's just excitement. Yeah. And when you get excited, when you get that energy surge, if you don't brand it or name it or define it, label it, then it's going to go to fear. And so you got to just remind yourself that this is just excitement. That's all it is. Excited energy. But I feel you on that. And it's a great class. I love that class because these are people that want to become life coaches and we're training and certifying them. And they have so many fears and anxieties about, can I do it? Will I be able to do it? Will this be a good class? And by the end of the class, we're all family. Everybody's excited. They're empowered. They can't wait to get started. They know we got their back. They love us. We love them. Everybody connects. It's an amazing, magical experience. Not only do they get certified, but- It's just so, so much more, so much more than just an education. So I actually love that as well. For me, I realize it's stepping into something new, right? And we Mm -hmm. talk about how whenever you do something new, your brain is going to create chemicals that make you feel fear, doubt, and anxiety Mm -hmm. to make Mm -hmm. sure that you really want to 
do something different. And I noticed it like when I go to new offices to work with a new team of people, I feel the same way. I get a little, just a little bit of nerves because I don't know them. I'm meeting them right. for the first time. Mm-hmm. And the life coaches, we're meeting them for the first yeah, time definitely. in this class. Yeah. So it does create like, ooh, what am I getting ready to step into? What's about to happen? Mm-hmm. And then we do our back to the future process mm-hmm. and we create the outcome that we want we'll before we like do it. it. Happened, right? Talk about it like it already happened. And it always turns out amazing. 100% of the time. Yeah. After all of these years, we never I had know. one negative experience. Every single person walks away from that class going, wow, my life has changed. My mind is blown. I yep. can do this. And they go out and they become life coaches and they kill it. Yep. They kill it. And I love it too, because when we were coming up, we didn't get trained and certified no. traditionally. Mm-mm. We had to learn on our own, which was actually great. Right. And by doing that, we expanded beyond what the traditional life coaching is. And so to be able to share that with the students, that feels good. And they're outspreading love. They're spreading love like we are. Mm-hmm. I got to acknowledge, we had a young lady that actually has been following us and listening to our podcast. And it was adorable. While she was in the class, she was like, I can't believe I'm in this class with you guys. I listen to your podcast every week. And yeah, it was like, oh, that was very sweet. How sweet are you? I agree. I yeah. Agree. So Thank I'm you. grateful to all you listeners out there, everyone following us and showing us so much love. And she said this, you guys, she said, I just want you to know the love revolution is working because i'm in ohio and all it came all the way here i'm spreading love in ohio and i love that i know you guys are out there spreading the love and carrying the love revolution forward so thank you for that that's right so all law of attraction life coaches do your thing go out there change lives and make that money make that money make and that speaking money speaking of money we're going to talk about segment. money tonight okay go. so today's main topic is about money one of the main things that couples fight about is over money Right. And money can be a very stressful thing when your money runs low and those bills come in and looks like your money's drying up. People freak out and couples turn on each other and they will fight and they will rip each other apart. We have been there as well. Mm-hmm. And in previous relationships, my previous marriage, I was there too. And I did the same thing. I'm always interested in why we have the energy that we have around things, right? And so why are couples fighting about money? And just like everything else in a relationship, it may seem like a surface level problem, like what you just described, right? Like it is, oh, we have bills to pay, we have kids to feed, we Mm -hmm. got a mortgage. That's the physical world reason why they're fighting over money. But what's the deeper reason? Like Mm. what's the energetic Mm. reason? What's Mm -hmm. the spiritual reason that they're fighting about money? Generally, when people go to anger, Mm -hmm. they are moving themselves up from sadness or fear. Mm -hmm. And I think for most people, the fear is not even so much about I won't have enough or there won't be enough. The fear is more of, am I failing? Mm. I don't want to be a failure. I don't want to look bad in yeah, front of other people. Yeah, that's a big one. Worthiness. Right. And what's wrong with me? Why am I not making money like the neighbor? They're comparing. They're comparing themselves yeah. to other people. Do not compare yourself people to yes. other people. But the thing is, in our society, it's like taboo to talk about sex and money. The mm-hmm. two things that people want more than anything, <laughs> we're true. not allowed to talk about. It's, it's deemed you know, inappropriate mm-hmm. 
to talk about those things. And I think that keeps some shame around it. Mm -hmm. When we make things a secret or inappropriate, then we're naturally going to avoid it. And we're naturally going to do things to try to cover up Mm -hmm. when we don't feel we're doing well, when we don't feel we're successful, because that fear boils down to, am I not enough? There's a part of me that thinks I'm not enough because I don't have the money that I think I should have. When you get into relationships, most people aren't going into the relationship for money, first and foremost. It's about the love. It's about the connection. It's about building a future together. It's about how you feel about each other. Mm -hmm. And so when money gets involved, it's kind of like a curveball because that's not what the relationship was about, but yet that's a really important part of a relationship. It's an important part in life in general. And I do think that people do measure it, their worthiness by that money because money comes in waves. It's flows. It's up and then it goes down Mm -hmm. and then it goes up and then it goes down. Sometimes you have more than you have less. So the key is to learn how to ride those waves Yes, and ride those waves without tearing each other apart. Mm-hmm. And so what we realized early on is that whenever that would happen, we'd have a down, a little downtime and a lot of bills would come in and get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. If you get overwhelmed, then you're going to get out of alignment. Right. And then you're going to go into that reptilian stem, that survival mode, freeze, fight or fight. And that's why most couples fight. Mm-hmm. But you're never going to get out of that situation with that kind of energy because you're actually repelling that money from you. Yes. And so what we learned is that when we were in that energy, the money stayed away from us longer. Yes. It was like, where's the money going to, when's it coming in? When's it coming in? When's, you know, whether we're waiting for clients to pay us or for business to pick up and it would go two days, four days, a week, a week and a half, two weeks, and it would just get worse. Mm -hmm. So then what we did is we realized tapping into the law of attraction and being a conscious creator that. We're letting ourselves get out of alignment. The key is to stay in alignment because when you're in alignment, you're connected to your higher self. Your spiritual connection is really strong. And that's where the intuition, the ideas, and the money flow is going to come from. It's going to come from your connection, your spiritual connection, that frontal lobe. And that's where you get the ideas and creativity of ways to make money. So what we would do was to go, okay, let's stop. Let's get out the house. Let's go feel good by us getting out the house and going to go eat, for example, we have this restaurant that we love that's by the water and we like to go out there and sit in the sun and have drinks and have yummy food Mm -hmm. and it makes us feel good and it puts us in alignment. And that's where the good things happen when you're in alignment. And while we're doing that, guess what happens every single time? Phone rings, ring, hey, business, phone rings, ring, Mm -hmm. business, who's that? Knock on the door, opportunity, left and right, left and right. Next thing you know, our money is back. How'd yes. that happen? Well, money, just like everything else, is energy. And energy is always moving. It comes and goes. It ebbs and flows. That's why it's called currency. We're energy also. So if our energy is not a match to abundance, it's not a match to appreciation, it's not a match to gratitude, if we don't believe we deserve more, if we don't believe we're going to have more, then we're going to block our blessings. We're going to block the flow of money. And even when you are in alignment and your energy is on point, your money could still pull away because we're always asking for more. We're always asking to go to the next level. We're always asking for increase because as human beings, if we're not growing, we're dying. So everything in our lives, we're always wanting more, which is great. That's how we evolve. Mm -hmm. That's how we grow. 
And so when it comes to money, I always like to tell clients, think of it like a tsunami. When a tsunami happens, what happens is the water pulls back away from the beach and it looks like it's gone. But what it's doing is it's pulled back and it's gaining momentum. It's getting bigger. And what I've found is when money kind of starts to, we'll just say dry up in our lives, in our world, then what happens is it comes back even more. Mm -hmm. Just like that water comes back from the tsunami and slaps the shore and there's way Mm -hmm. more water than what it looked like when it went out. The same thing happens with money. And if if you know that and you can keep yourself calm and you guys, I will tell you this right now, this is not easy. It is not easy for me but it's part of being conscious. And anytime you're going to practice being conscious, it's just that you got to practice. You're not going to get it right away, but you just keep reminding yourself. You keep reminding yourself. That's why we like the tsunami analogy, because it's like a visual you could get in your mind, right? Like, okay, Mm -hmm. my money's pulling back. It's gaining momentum and it's going to come back bigger. Same thing in business. Business slows down and then it comes back and you're even busier than you were before. It's trends. Energy moves in trends. Now, just think about this. If you had the money that you wanted, if you had the amount, if you had all your bills paid, if you had abundance, if you had money in the bank, if you had savings, would you be freaking out like that? Nope. No. Mm-mm. And that freak out is a specific energy. It's a specific frequency. Yes. And it's the opposite of how you would feel if you had that money. Mm-hmm. And so by being in that energy, you're saying to the universe, I'm not a match to money. Mm-hmm. I'm not a match to abundance right now. So then that freaking out keeps that tsunami out. It does not come back. So now the more you stay in that mode, the more that water, that tsunami, that ocean stays away from you. That ocean of money, it stays away from you. Right. So now you stay like that for two days, it'll be gone for two days. Stay like that for a week, it's gone for a week. Stay like that for a month and you're broke. Your bills aren't paid. (laughs) Things are getting repossessed. So what is the key? The key is to match the frequency that you would have emit if you had that wealth and abundance right here and right now. Don't wait for that wealth and abundance to come back to you, that physical manifestation of it. That money you're attracting is created by your energy that attracted, which is unseen. And so the more you match that energy and feel good and feel excited and feel prosperous and feel abundant, Mm -hmm. then the faster that tsunami will come back. Yes. And when that tsunami comes back, if you stay in that abundance energy, it's going to be a tidal wave. Yes. And it's going to be even bigger. So basically, you're going to make more income than before that tsunami. Yeah. And so the key is to get excited and eagerly anticipate that big ass tsunami coming back and washing (laughs) over you. Get excited. Get excited. Yes. Don't sit there and go, oh, I'm so angry my money's gone. Go, you know what? I'm grateful we had the money to pay those bills. I'm so grateful we had the money to invest in that Mm -hmm. thing. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. And then go eat. Go feel good. (laughs) Go eat. Go have fun. (laughs) Yes. Because if you had that money, that's what you would be doing. Go make love. Go yeah. laugh together. Go play together. Get and yourself back in get alignment. Get yourself back in alignment. And whether it takes a day or two days or three days, it will come back and it'll be bigger and better. And so that's the money tsunami. And yes. Let me tell you, people, it's it's the real thing. We always compare ourselves to other people because we look at what's going on with them on the outside, but mm-hmm. we don't know what's going on inside of people. And people who are really wealthy 
are also afraid of money mm-hmm. and also afraid of failure, also afraid of stress. So money is not going to solve all your problems and all your fears because those fears and those problems are actually underneath the money. Mm-hmm. They're in your energy field. They're part of your vibration and you're going to keep attracting them. So you want to ask yourself, what is my money story? What messages did I hear about money growing up? If you grew up hearing there's not enough money, we can't afford that, you didn't get birthday gifts, you didn't have decent clothes to wear, that becomes your money story and your money vibration. And you're going to keep attracting people, situations and circumstances in your life that match your money story, whatever story you told yourself about money. And you can reprogram that through, first of all, figuring out what the money story is, and then seeing yourself, watching yourself and seeing how it plays out. I have struggled with my money story so much in my life because I grew up in foster care. And what I took away from that as a kid, what it meant to me was no one's taking care of me. Mm-hmm. And people are having to provide for me, which means I owe which means I'm not worthy of money. And I had all these experiences where I was like this outsider. Mm -hmm. And this one story in particular, I remember I realized, wow, this is where my money story comes from. When I was about five years old, I was in this foster home and they had a daughter and she had this beautiful room and she wore beautiful clothes Mm -hmm. and I was the foster kid. Mm -hmm. So I had Goodwill hand-me-downs, shoes that didn't fit me and I'd walk by her bedroom every day and just see all of her beautiful things. And Mm -hmm. I was five. So in my mind, it was something's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. I don't deserve it. She has it. So she must deserve it. Mm. And so I spent a lot of years working on worthiness issues around money. And in all honesty, they still pop up sometimes. Mm-hmm. I still catch myself you're like- human. As long as you're human, that's part of it. Yes. And that's why it's life coaching because it's life work. The programming you grew up with, you're going to work on that your entire life yeah. because it is your initial programming. And that's okay. As long as you can see it from the perspective of, I'm getting better all the time. I didn't give myself that money story. I didn't put myself in foster care. I didn't put myself in a situation where I was comparing myself to someone who had more than me. I was a child. So as I deal with this, I have to be gentle with myself, loving with myself, and really just work on telling a new story when it comes to money. What was your money story growing up, Anthony? You know, I think that my money story, especially early on, was that you have to work really, really hard for money. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I had that story was because growing up in Brooklyn, my grandfather was the landlord of this building. And I think it was a six-story building. Mm-hmm. And it had two sides. It was a big lobby. Mm-hmm. Like one of those gothic New York buildings. buildings. Mm-hmm. And at age eight, he would pay me to sweep the building. Mm-hmm. And it would take about two to three hours. Mm-hmm. And when you're eight years old, three hours is forever. Uh, yeah. That's an eternity, especially when all your friends are outside playing and you've got a limited amount of daylight and you want to go play, but then you got to handle this. And my grandfather would pay me 25 cents. Oh, wow. And at the time, trust me. You were even happy with things, it. You didn't know no, any better. No, no, no. I wasn't happy. I was happy in the beginning. Okay. But after about a year of that, it was like, dog, dog, come on, dog. <laughs> you called your grandpa dog. H- hook me up, dog. You got to do better than this. A quarter? Really? Uh... And, th- and the thing that made it even worse was that my brother, my older brother would do the same job and he'd get paid $5. What? And it was like, 
now I'm not stupid. I know my kid. Yeah. But, uh, I could put two, two and two together. I had to work really hard for that little bit of money. Mm-hmm. But because I had to do it for so long, it kind of was ingrained at me that you got to do it like that. Then he would just bitch and complain the whole time. He'd come behind me and just yell at me and you'd miss this. You missed that. So I got incredibly good at sweeping. And then on top of that, then if you get bumped up, if I did really good, then he'd let me mop. Once I got to a certain age, once I got to nine and 10, he'd let me mop the building after, after sweeping it. Uh And then I'd make a dollar, a whole dollar for sweeping. And (laughs) he's moving on up. Right. So that's what early on, installed in me that you got to work really, really hard, really, really hard. And I got to a certain point once I got older that I was able to overcome that. But that was definitely a big part of it. My grandmother, love her to death. She would look out for me on the side when my grandfather's not looking. Mm-hmm. She'd wrap a little money in a, in a paper tissue. towel or a tissue and she'd hit me. Here, just take this. I know he's cheap, but here, just take this little extra, she was extra 50 cents. Yeah, that was like, I love you, Grandma. Aww. Good looking out. And what you heard and your experience with it is what shaped the way that you view money, the way you interact with money. So knowing that, especially in a relationship, make sure you tell each other what your money story is, what your experience is with money, and then you can help each other start to create a new money story together. One of the things that to me has just been such a blessing that I've had to work on it is I've studied a lot about money and energy and I've read some really great books Mm -hmm. and there are just some things that you can do to start reprogramming your money thermostat pretty easily. First of all, recognizing your story and being okay with it and then telling a new story. How would you like it to be? And writing that down so that you could see it so that you don't forget and keep going back to it. What you said, Anthony, about having a good time, feeling good so that you could be in alignment, especially when you're stressed about money, Mm -hmm. because then you'll calm that energy back and then your vibration will be a match to getting money again. Again, not easy when you feel panicked Mm -hmm. and your rent is due and you don't have money. It It takes takes practice. And that doesn't mean, people, that you don't try to come up with ideas and solutions. No. It's, in fact, it's just that once you're in a better state of mind, once you are in alignment, once you're feeling good, that's when you can get those solutions. Those ideas will come to you then. You have a much better chance yes. of doing that. And, and without causing a bunch of collateral damage to your relationship. But and then we, on, the, on top of that, if you freak out over money like that over and over again, you're going to set your money thermostat yeah. at that. And we have a thermostat. We've talked about this in another episode. Go check it out. Well, we have a thermostat thermostat for every single topic in life. And where that thermostat gets set determines the results you get over and over again. And one of the ways it gets set is by giving it big emotions and freaking out and talking about it a lot. The next thing is start noticing what you do have when your money goes away. Mm-hmm. And what yes, I started yes. doing is like, I noticed like even when things got tight, always had food, mm-hmm. always had a roof over my head, always had a clean bed to sleep in. If I needed something, the money actually would show up for it right when I needed it. So start noticing that you are divinely protected, that you are loved, that you are taken care of, and that money is energy. It ebbs and flows. It may go, but it's going to come back. So relax and wait for the tsunami to come back. It's coming back every single time. And if you can soothe yourself with that and go into a great space of gratitude and appreciation for what you have, that will also get you back in alignment. Yes. So basically, gratitude and appreciation. Yes. Be grateful for the money that you have now. Be grateful for the good things in life that you have now that are right in front of you. So for example, you say you don't have a lot of money, so you're beating yourself up. Reach in your wallet. Do you have $5? 
then you have money. Do you have $50? You have money. In some places, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So don't tell yourself, I don't have money. I don't have money because you're going to get more of, I don't have money. I don't have money. And that's the law of attraction. You focus on lack, you're going to get more lack. Focus on abundance, you're going to get more abundance. So the key, like Melanie said, is to have gratitude and appreciation for the money that you do have. Yes, it's not the amount that you want. Yes, you would like more, of course. But you, it's the starting point. Where do you start? Are you starting from the freak out or are you starting from prosperity? Start off from prosperity and abundance, you will attract more. So celebrate the five bucks in your pocket. Celebrate the 50 cents that you get from cleaning the building as an eight-year-old <laughs> kid. Celebrate that and you celebrate will attract all. more. Something else, pay attention to the money coming in more than the money going out and be grateful for both. So what I mean by that is most people tend to focus on, oh, I have bills, I have bills, I have this amount of bills, I have to pay this, I have to pay that. Mm -hmm. I caught myself doing that, Mm -hmm. where I was always kind of counting in my head what needed to go out, Mm -hmm. and then I switched my focus to writing down all the money coming in. Mm -hmm. Every client that we had, every class that people signed up for, every program that people signed up for, every consulting job that I got, and as I did that, my focus went to more of the income instead of what was outgoing, and I started attracting more. Another tip is pay your bills with gratitude. Think about all of the great things you got from the bills that you're paying. So if you're paying rent, be grateful for the roof over your head. If you're paying your light bill, be grateful for lights. And just really love and appreciate money. We've been told not to love money. It's the root of all evil, this and that. It's just energy. And when you put love into anything, it brings love back to you. So I want to recommend two of my favorite energy money books. Mm -hmm. One is called Love Money. And Money Loves You by Sarah Crum. It's all about the energy of money. And then the second one is called Happy Money. And I can't remember the author, but it's really about appreciating money and saying he's a Japanese author. So he says, Arigato Money. So say Arigato Money anytime you spend money or anytime you receive money. It's a really, really good book. And reminder, get a coin and get a jaw. And couples do this together. So we got a jaw and we each got a coin. We started with a penny. You hold the penny, then drop the that penny in a jaw, and then repeat after me. Ready, baby? See if you still remember it. Let's try it. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. This money. This money that I'm placing, placing in my, my bank, bank is adding, adding to my wealth. My, my wealth, wealth and prosperity increases each and every day. day. I, I see that I'm surrounded by so much wealth, and that my every need is being provided for by the unlimited abundance of the universe. universe. For all this and more, I am grateful. And yes. drop that puppy in a jaw, listen to that sound, and that's money. That's money accumulating. Do that every day. Do that in the morning. Do that in the evening. And the jaw will increase. And as it increases, you'll see it increase subconsciously. Your brain goes, oh, my money is growing. My money is growing. And you start to feel good. It'll shift your energy. And then it'll change your story and you will attract money. And when that jaw gets filled up, don't spend it. Save it. And then go to dimes or go to quarters. And then when that gets filled up, go to dollars. Try it. You'll like it. And then get back to us. (laughs) Yes. All right. So on that note, 
Yes. So if you guys um, haven't had a chance yet to get our book, the Crack the Code, The Secrets to Achieving Your Happily Ever After, get it at Amazon.com. It's a bestseller. If you guys want to coach with the Amazing Clocks one-on-one coaching, you can go to TheAmazingClocks.com and sign up for coaching. If you guys are interested in checking out our Life Coach Certification class, go to the Law of Attraction LifeCoachAcademy.com. And last but not least, we got a lot of great things going on. We got webinars we're doing for couples. Go to the website and check that out. All right, there you go, people. We gave it to you. Now, what you're going to do with it? See See you you next time. time.